You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. This is the Jillian Michael Show coming at you from TuneIn Studios in Venice, California. Cindy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we welcome everybody to the show, team? Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome. Hello, welcome. Heidi. Hello, oh, Sal. Hello. Hello, hello, Jake. Hello, Jillian. Oh, Lord. Um, so Cindy sent me a suggested topic. What was it, old girl? Forgiveness. Are we capable of it with everything that's going on in the world? Depends on the person, don't we think? Yeah. Like how bad the crime. But I feel basically. like have we gotten harder or harsher because every time you turn on the news or scroll through Facebook, there's it's something there's one more terrible thing that's happening. And is it getting harder to forgive little things because we're so caught up in these big things? I say no. I think it really depends on the... We all, I mean, everybody knows about the necessity of forgiveness, right? Like, mm -hmm. it eats you alive, you gotta let it go, and all of that. But it, it's a process of forgiving. And in order to forgive, you gotta be mad, you gotta be sad, you gotta go through all those stages in order to yeah. arrive at that, I think. People just think, oh, you gotta let it go. And it's like, mm. no. And, or you don't just let things go. Right, right. You got to be mad, then you, you're in sad, and like go through all those stages of grief. I mean, it depends on how, how severe the crime is and who the person is. And I also think like you can forgive, but again, it, it right, it doesn't mean forget. Like you don't have to put yourself in harm's way. Like yeah. like with my dad, I appreciate the good stuff. There was some good stuff, absolutely, but I don't, you know. Like, I don't want him in my life. Right, right. Because he's not well. He's like a wrecking ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgive it. I get it. It's like, okay. You know, and as I as I continue on this journey of parenthood, like, I appreciate on a different level how hard, oh my God, mm. how hard the job is, um, which you just don't get. You really just don't get. Like, if there was any benefit to having kids beyond like yes you have kids like those people who are like kids are just not for me that's fair mm. i get it like it's not for you 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 don't want that experience okay but the one thing you're really missing is how it gives you a different appreciation for your parents mm. for me yeah. at least and yeah. allowed me to forgive them but not forget it right and yeah. i think forget is where you're like let me put up boundaries let me not put myself in this position again but in order for to forgive you got to be mad i think and sad and all of that yeah. Personally, well, I think about like past relationships, even if even if they've ended well, 
there's there's always that stage where for sure it's you know you start getting pissed yeah and and you have to get there i think you do have to get there but i think you're right if you can just not forget that happened so you don't go back into the same right cycle again my shrink always says people persist in being themselves, including me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's 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 crazy. Like I look at some of the patterns I engage in and I find it almost impossible to stop. Mm. Yeah. Like the yeah. fixing. Oh, my God, the fixing. I'm like, yeah, you're such a fixer. Stop. Yeah. Like and it's just it's like you can't help it, though. I am um, try so hard, but like I don't even know who I would be if I wasn't. I, I literally was like, I feel like. If I stopped doing it, everybody I know would wake up in the morning and be like, holy shit, the sun didn't come up today. Like, I don't even know I don't what I would think do. So I don't think that's true. I but. disagree. Like, I have this one friend who I adore. And I don't think I adore her. She's an incredible person. But like, I don't think ever once has she ever offered to pay or split something mm. or like, it's just assumed I'm going to take care of it. Mm. And I don't even know. If I said like, "Hey, can we split?" Like, I feel like it, like the world would like stop spinning on its axis. You just sit there and see. How they don't show weight. You don't. They don't. Does not. It would be a funny. Not even an though. offer. Not a, you'd be there until like <laughs> you're you, you died of old age. Like it just. But that's I, who that person is. Yeah, but you've also, also. set up that dynamic where as, you're right. If that's my she, point, but she never has ever. Not even an offer. Every now and then she'll get something little, tiny. Um, anyway, the, the bottom line is just, uh, is, is that people persist in being themselves because yes. these things are yes. very, 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 very hard to break for a host of reasons. So like we can have empathy, you know, cause I think that's also an essential component, right? Is like how I mm, forgive yeah. my dad. I'm like, I get it. You're a mess and all this stuff happened to you. And I, I have empathy for that. I do, but yeah. I don't need to put myself in front of a wrecking ball. Yeah. Or my kids or, or anything like that. Well, I, I definitely think that it, it does take a lot of self-examination. Because I think, like, if you're in the same pattern, in the same cycle, <clears throat> it's it's like the definition of crazies. Doing yeah. the same thing and expecting, expecting a different, different result. result. And you're right. You are who you are. You got it. And it's what yeah. makes you who you are. And if being very giving is part of that. I don't think you want to lose that. I don't know. There are things I like when I this person, the, someone asked me about it. She's like, what do you mean? And I like laid out all the reasons I do it. Hmm. And she's like, wow. OK, I that's and they're not they're not good qualities. Hmm. Well, not at that's all. different. Yeah, because it's like, oh, no, like I can make you love me or I can fix this and then you'll be able to love me yeah. or like if I. I see that this won't work because you do these drugs or you drink too much or you X, Y, or Z. But if I fix it, then I can love you. Or it's just, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, yeah, it's not, a, it is not a good quality. And then maybe you do it and it's not appreciated and then you resent it. And yep. it's just, it's not, Absolutely. A, it's not a good quality. It is not a good quality. And yet it's like the only, and then it's like, then there's like a, pre, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's not, <laughs> it's not a good quality. No, it, it's not. It is and it isn't. I think to an extent it's a good quality, but when you like keep, 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 then and you don't get anything back, which is if your it's not, thing. Yeah, and if, if it's, it's not, not reciprocated at you. all, 
than usually I think. isn't, which is crazy. Like I, I anyway, this is a different story. But, but but don't you think also that kind your the personality you're describing is often drawn to wounded the, birds. Yes, wounded birds. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm trying to be so careful about that these days. I'm like, bye bye. Yeah. yeah, like even even in friendships, I'm like, no, no. Well, but that's why. I mean, Heidi, I never thought of you as a wounded bird. No, you know. So I think that's why you you two were always a very different dynamic. Yeah, no, he was not a wounded bird. <laughs> Maybe a quiet up mouse. chicken, but yeah. <laughs> oh my chicken. I don't know anybody who actually looks forward to shopping for a new bra. I mean, who would? But Third Love has made it so easy because you get to shop from home. All you do is find your fit online in about one minute, order your bra, try it on when it arrives. That simple. And they even guarantee a perfect fit so returns and exchanges are free and really easy. What's also cool is that Third Love has the most sizes of any bra brand with cups from A through H and bands up to 48. And Third Love even invented half cup sizes because half of all women fall in between standard cup sizes. They've thought of everything. Third Love bras are the most comfortable ones I own and the entire process of finding the right one has been so easy. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Just go to thirdlove.com slash Jillian to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Jillian for 15% off today. All right, I don't know about you guys. Summer's been fun, but I'm starting to look forward to the fall. Getting those kids back to school, moving on to a different routine. But the one that I'm going to stick with is Daily Harvest all day long. In fact, their new savory harvest bowls are an amazing healthy dinner that's faster than takeout. And Daily Harvest has a new plant-based, ready-to-blend protein smoothie that's incredible. They have a ton of them. They come in different dessert-inspired flavors and have at least 10 grams of protein each without those gross chalky powders. The chocolate hazelnut protein shake is so ridiculously delicious, especially the way I make it with coconut milk. It's a four-to-one carb-to-protein ratio that kickstarts muscle recovery. And come on, if you're working out hard, How about a little reward, people? And since Daily Harvest Cups are portable, you can even fuel up on the go. So go to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code Jillian to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code Jillian for three free Daily Harvest Cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Okay, we are back, and we have my all-time favorite guest, Dr. Gail Saltz, on with us today. Dr. Saltz, how are you? Oh, that's so sweet. I am good. I am good. You are You are struggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did Ash, Okay, so Ashley, like Dr. Saltz and I share a friend and publicist, um, my friend Ashley Sandberg, who I affectionately refer to as Smash. You guys may see on my social. And I have actually... Heidi, my friend slash co-parent, co-mommy extraordinaire in the studio with me today. And she claims, which I say bullshit, that she's not having the kinds of issues with the kids that I'm having. But like the sibling rivalry is is so crazy that like it I can have when we split the kids, you know, when we spend like one on one time with them or take them on dates. It is like having the most amazing, like calm engaged little human be it him or her 
and it's just a slice of heaven. And then when I have them together, I mean, they are fighting from the moment the sun comes up to the moment they like they close their eyes on the pillow. And it, and I've tried. I I feel I've tried everything. And I, I at this point don't know what to do. It, it's it's insane. I can't have a conversation. They talk over each other. They fight constantly. Like if if he wants Chinese, she wants Indian food. Like it's just it never. They cannot get along. And I I like it makes every interaction hell. Every single one. We can't even sit on the couch and watch a cartoon together. And even if they can't like decide on the cartoon, then I have to pick the cartoon when they can't decide. Like then they fight about who's gonna sit where on the couch. I mean every interaction is a slice so of hell like, it sounds like every uh, many of the fights are kind of about turf or sharing yes um or maybe fairness is that yes oh my god if uh-huh. one has an extra cheerio all hell breaks loose uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, there's an extra cheerio in that bowl i'm like oh my god oh my god stop stop it stop like it, it's crazy yeah it's I mean, I yeah, it's like, it could be anything. It could be where we eat for dinner, the show that's on TV, fairness, he got more, she got this, he did that tattling, nonstop tattling, nonstop. Yeah. They but, did what, what the other one did. Uh-huh. Yep, nonstop. And how do you react when they when they I'm tattle? like, guys, stop it. Like, I literally, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've tried, like, I've tried everything. I'm like, you're not her parent. You're not his parent. It's not your job to parent him. You don't need to critique him. Stop Stop telling her what to do. Like, if I have to hear this one more time, you guys, you guys are going to lose your treat. If you get in a fight again, we're going to, like, I don't know what to do. I seriously am at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. And they fight nonstop. You, uh, just, just curiosity. Have you ever asked them in a situation what to do? I, I, I've said, I've asked them, like, why do you guys not stop fighting? Mm-hmm. And then my son goes, we do. And I said, when? He said, when we're sleeping. <laughs> I almost killed him. I was like, oh I mean, I, I've said, like, guys, why are we doing... And they'll tell on each other, and it's about everything in it. I'm like, here's what's amazing. If you two would work together, imagine all the shit you could get away with. But because you're so busy tattling on each other, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I really don't. I yeah. mean, it's insane. And I never hear the end of it, man. They just... And, how, and when did this really rev up? I find always. I mean... They really so don't, don't fight with me. I don't believe or... you. I don't believe you, Heidi. Because they, they did don't very, very rarely. They Every did now when we live together, though. Yeah, but they don't really. Uh, I don't believe it. They don't it, ask them. They just play. So Heidi, when they're with you, they don't. They don't seem to get at each other. Not really. No. Every now and then, but they just play most of the time. I don't believe it. They agree on cartoons. They agree on where to eat. They ag- no. I put. They watch different cartoons in different rooms. You separate uh, them. Yeah. Oh. So you separate them, and they don't have they don't share. Basically, they don't have to share or negotiate or compromise. Unless we're doing like a family movie, and then we'll all sit together and watch a movie. But we just take turns they, picking. Do they fight it. about what the movie's going to be? No, we usually alternate. Bullshit. Oh, okay. We do. No. She wanted Annie, and then he wanted I can't remember. But we just we just alternate. You alternate, but then they keep tabs, and then it's like, well, he got to pick the last two. Like, it's so insane. It, it'll even come down to, like, a sequence pillow. He got the pillow in his bed last week. I'm like, you. Got, it's a, you, who cares? Cares about the pillow. So, first of all, you know, sibling rivalry has as old as there have been siblings. Like, uh, it's a really, it is a really normal occurrence. Okay. Um, 
even though it's driving you crazy. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, it's, it's part of, to some degree, right, how humans learn to uh, do some negotiating and compromising or fighting, but, like, you know, sometimes constructive fighting, sometimes destructive fighting. Um, the, I, I would say the one, so there are things that you can do and things that you do want to be thinking about, okay. but at the very end of the no-nos, let's say, because there is a lot of data about siblings who have essentially more like tortured each other, you Ugh. know, really been abusive to each other, right. either physically, you know, with hitting or biting or whatever. Yeah, they do and that. Or, they hit each other. Okay. And it can even be, or with, um, you know, sort of, oh, I'm just tickling, but like really tickling till the other one can't stand it, you know, on and on and on. Okay. Um, or it can be with words, you know, if it's, if it's repetitive, extremely hurtful, damaging, because basically he does that is, to her. Yeah, Ab- and he does that with bullying. you, Heidi, a hundred percent. And she that's hits bu- him. That's bullying. Yeah. And, and, you know, we know that bullying in children, you know, affects their mood, affects their anxiety levels, such that kids who've been bullied for a long period of time repetitively do suffer more with anxiety and depression. And that's why it is important at that level to intervene. And, um, and you know, of course, in a way, a sibling is is worse. I mean, you don't leave your sibling when you leave school. You know, it, your sibling mm-hmm. is sort of there all the time. Right. So you, do, you do want to... Um, basically have some real rules that have real consequences and you might even you know talk to them about what they think the consequences should be if you want their input but at the end of the day there should be serious consequences for anything physical any hitting or biting or or anything physical you know touching each other too much when not wanted um, or saying and you got to give them pretty specific, you know, cruel and hurtful, bullying sorts of things. Right. So that's that should be, you know, a, a hard stop, let's say. But so many things go on on the way to that. You know, so as you're the things you're pointing out, like, you know, I you got your show last. I want this show. Yeah. Mine, mine should matter more. Yours is a stupid idea. You know, all, all of those sorts of things are that's just very, very common. So what are kids what are siblings fighting about? Probably first and foremost, they're fighting about attention. Right. They're humans. They want your attention. Yep, absolutely. Um, if, if, they, if there is any sort of thought that the other is getting attention and, and therefore they're not in any sort of way, that is likely to stoke a fight. Does that mean that you need to be slavishly attending at all moments to your child? No. It's just helpful to understand that that is something that is normal for all children to be very concerned about. So if one of your kids gets sick, the other one may get really whiny and not nice and, and, and rivalrous about attention. It's, you should be, of course, paying attention to the sick child. I'm just saying these are sort of givens. Yeah. Um, and sometimes kids will misbehave to get attention if they really feel that that gets them more attention and more attention, even if it's not good attention, is better than no attention at all. So in a way, right, you don't want to leap in real quick with, hey, let me get in your face and tell you why this is bad and what's going to happen. And because to some degree you are providing them with a form of attention and, and it's weirdly it, it can be positive feedback. Okay. Um, 
so that's so of course if one kid keeps going you have to think about is there an imbalance in attention for some reason and you know is there anything you can do about that what things that are helpful for example are you get a day and you get it you know you get a day we're going to go out and do something special you get a day we're going to do out and do something special that you know sort of reminding them that there's going to be an equity of attention that doesn't mean omni attention it means that you know I take you out to do special thing, maybe just you. Um, most of the time, obviously, it's us. I'm trying to be balanced in my attention, basically. We um, do that. Sharing though. is a big, is a big, obviously, stoker or the wish to not have to share. Yeah, they hate um, it. So sharing, learning to share is an important skill, and it's good to learn how to share. And it's, it's you know, part of the sibling benefit, I'll say, is learning to share. However... If they have to share everything, that's not so good. Right. Um, so you they you want to make sure that each of them have something that is really just theirs, um, and maybe doesn't have to be shared, whatever that might be. Um, and depending on your economic situation for families, right, that could be different. It could right. be like that's your stuffed animal, or it could be that's your room. I don't, you know, it it just depends on what the what the living situation is, but. There should be something that's just theirs, and then there should be, you know, sometimes we do have to share, and you need to share this, and how might we share this? So you can hear at, at the end of each of these, I'm sort of trying to give you, you want to increasingly ask them the question, because okay. if you answer all the questions, they're not figuring out for themselves anything about how they're making this work or not work, mm. and... Okay. You're the one they're fighting with to keep doing the thing that they want to do, as opposed to. So, in other words, you want to step in. Obviously, if there's anything dangerous, any hitting, or really below the belt stuff going on that we said is not okay, but otherwise, you want to step out a little bit. Let them try to negotiate it. If they're not negotiating it well and it's really degenerating, okay. at, you know, at a rapid rate, that's when you might step in though. And instead of saying this is what's going to happen, say okay, what do you think should happen here? Okay, what do you think should happen here? Aha, uh-huh. now that you've both heard what the other thing should happen here, again, what do you think should happen here? What do you think should happen here? You're, you're trying to teach them a little bit how they're going to negotiate with each other and subsequently the rest of the world ultimately. Right. Um, when kids have really different personalities, I don't know if your kids do. They do. They're night and day. They okay. really do. So, you know, different temperaments. And personalities and even age differences and gender differences can all lead to more fighting. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, again, what will you do about that? It's more of an observation that, you know, yeah, if they're really different, it is harder, right? If you, I mean, if you try to get along with somebody that's so different from yourself, it's harder. It just is. And so obviously there are going to be more disagreements. But one way to handle it is... In private, being able to talk with each child about the fact that they are their unique selves and you love all these things about them, and the other is their unique selves and you love all these things about them, and they're different. And sometimes you recognize that that can make it hard to get along, but how can they appreciate and think about their sibling being different and yet do something together or think something together? Let them cogitate on that a little bit. You know, let the, help the, open a window for them to be a little empathic to, 
you know, you might be outgoing, but your sibling is introverted and you feel like it's super fun to be around people all the time and you feel like you need some time to, it's not a value system, right? Right. Just you each need somewhat different things. You each enjoy somewhat different things. And sometimes we have to figure out how to marry those two things. But it is acknowledging that there are differences, which is true. What about um, when they come and tattle? Like, yeah. Lou left all her clothes on the floor. Phoenix yeah. yesterday didn't pet the do- whatever the hell. You right. know, like, right. like well, I, mean, I like your, I like the direction you've gone in with, um, you know, basically, I'm not listening to that. Okay. <laughs> um, like, that's not how it's going to go down okay. here. Um, because, frankly, the less they get out of it, the again, it's just basic uh, conditioning behavior. If there's no positive feed reinforcement for this, the behavior will dissipate. But when you turn and say to them, hey, I don't care what you, you know about that, that's attention. Well, okay. So you might be saying the words you don't care about it, but your emotions are saying something different. Yeah, they are. It's annoying crap out of me. Right. <laughs> it is right. annoying so the getting, crap out of know, me. It's like they're getting a rise out of you, right? Yeah, they're it's driving me insane because it, it doesn't yeah. end. I just don't yeah. – I can't even have a conversation with them about right. something because it's like so you try to hear to about their this, day and it's – It'll be really hard because it is annoying the crap out <sighs> of you. Excuse me, but they, it is annoying you. Yeah. Um, so I would say – can you try it in your head just when they say that, say, you know, I'm just not, you know, I'm not answering those things anymore. And okay. Then don't. Okay. Okay. Don't. Don't. Okay. I mean, obviously, if someone's, you know, putting their hand on the stove or dangling off a roof, yeah. <laughs> but Both short of, you know, short of that, that that's just, you're just not, there's nothing in it for them. You're just not going to answer that anymore. And they can do that. And then you could say, well, I asked you something else. But if you need to just keep going on, then, you know, I'll just leave the room. Got it. Okay. Leave the room. No attention for tattling. But first, before you're going to go down that road, right, which is going to be a departure from what's been, you're going to explain to them, you know, I've really been thinking about all this tattling and, you know, how not helpful and nonproductive it is and how I don't really, you know, you'll have to work those things out with each other if you have a problem with it, um, but running and telling me is not serving any purpose, and I just, you know, giving you notice, I'm just not, I'm not doing anything about it, I'm not going to react to that. And it is, a, like, it's a fairness thing, I think, too, for sure, so, like, my daughter was like, Phoenix keeps candy hidden all over the farm, and he eats it, and and I and I was like, Lou, who cares? And and she, I was like, tell me how it's not fair, and she's like, well, I would get in trouble. I go, okay, well, does Phoenix get in trouble? She's like, well, when mommy catches him, I'm like, so. Right. And then I was like, well, you can eat candy. And if mommy catches you, you can run the risk. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. want to. I'm like, teach me how it's not fair, sweetie. You have the same set of rules and you're making a different decision. Right. But all she can see is, well, he get he does it and he gets away with it. And oh, it's look, like. She's still, she's still little. And it does feel unfair that she's got a tighter moral compass than he does. She does. <laughs> by a long shot. You're right. Uh, but, 100%. You know, you're going to reward, you're going to say, you know, I really appreciate that you follow the rules. Oh, That's meaningful to interesting. me. Interesting. Okay. In other words, you can reward I her. Got, ah. She would say, I don't eat candy. You would say, I really appreciate that you follow the rules. Meanwhile, I was that like, matters. then just break the rules. <laughs> that, matters, that really matters to me. Because she's, what she's implying or what is in her mind, right, Yeah. Is playing favorites. That you would punish her, really, when in fact, what her her mind would punish her, 
Mm. Um, and, but you're her mind, right? You're that super. You've you've given her that moral compass, right? So you're in there in her head saying that would be bad, bad girl. So she would feel punished, and he maybe in her mind doesn't have as much of that, and therefore you wouldn't. Um, Obviously, these are literally not true, not correct, but for her, in a way, it is, right? So she's saying to you, I don't want you to favor him over me. And I think that what, rather than getting into a circular argument, simply saying, I really appreciate that you follow rules, because it lets her know he's not the favorite. She's also not the favorite, but you really appreciate what she does. Understood. Dr. Saltz, this is incredible. Can you stay just a little bit longer? We would take a quick yes. break and come right. Thank so you so I can, much. I can stay for like another 12 minutes. Is that all right? Yeah, that is more than enough. Thank okay, you. Great. Okay. Hiring the right person is everything in business. You've got to find a great fit or it isn't going to work. But how do you do that, right? I mean, there are job boards, but in order for that to work, the right person has to actually see the posting. And that's why you're going to want to find them with LinkedIn. Even if a LinkedIn member isn't actively looking to change jobs, almost all of them are open to new opportunities. Get this, a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. That's crazy, right? And it's probably also why businesses rate LinkedIn 40% higher than job boards at delivering amazing candidates. With 70% of the U.S. workforce on LinkedIn, I'm not surprised. In fact, I think everyone I know is on there. So don't make it harder on yourself. Make sure that the right people see your job. Go to linkedin.com slash Jillian and get 50 bucks off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash Jillian to get $50 off your first job post. LinkedIn.com slash Jillian. Terms and conditions apply. I'm sure you've seen those protein bars with really simple, easy to read labels, right? Well, those are RX bars. And they're a whole food bar whose main ingredients are egg whites for protein, nuts for texture, dates to bind it all together, and that's it. And they taste amazing. RX bars come in 14 different savory or sweet flavors with ingredients like unsweetened chocolate, real fruit, spices like sea salt and cinnamon. There are no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or fillers. They're also gluten-free, soy, and dairy-free. And my latest favorite is the chocolate hazelnut. It's like a dessert because it has such a delicious flavor and it's not overpowered with a ton of added sugar. I keep them in my bag, I keep them in my glove compartment so that I always have a snack that's healthy and delicious, especially when you get stuck in Los Angeles traffic. And they're great to take on the go, they're great after the gym, they're great as a meal replacement. I love them. If you wanna try some, you can get 25% off your first order by visiting rxbar.com slash Jillian and enter the promo code Jillian at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash Jillian, promo code Jillian at checkout. Okay, we're back. Um, and we were talking about how impossible it is to make everything equal. Yes. <sighs> it is. I mean, in rea- I'm just saying, in rea- obviously you try to... I do. We equal, do. But, but in reality... First of all, equal for them is their perception of equal, which probably means they get more. <laughs> you know, right, you know, yeah. And I, their perception yes. of equal. Um, but even still in equal, because each kid is unique and, and different, 
Um, it's not possible to be what pleases one might not please the other and what hurts one might not hurt the other. And, you know, so it's impossible to be exactly equal. Um, and one will be older than the other. In other words, we'll get some privileges before the other. Yeah. The other might have a little less responsibility than the older one. And so there will be inequities. And all you can do is be talking about the fact that, and, you know, I would also say to you, as life moves along for kids, I think it's useful to introduce the idea that in the real world, um, as, your, as, as their moms, you all guys will always try to be fair and equal. But in the real world, actually, there it's is not unfairness. fair. Yes. Right? right? Life isn't fair. Yeah. Life isn't fair. Um, and sometimes some of this is about helping them to build their own coping skills to deal with disappointment. Because wow. sometimes life won't be fair, something won't be equal, they won't be given something that there was their due, they'll have to share a lot more than somebody else. All of these things that we've, we've been discussing um, will be true. Um, and so at various junctures where it does seem that that's going to be the case, I think it's really helpful to ask them, you know, and you know, what can they do when they feel really angry about that or really frustrated about that or really sad about that? What makes them feel a little better? Or what do they say to themselves? Or, you know, okay. again, what, help them to think a little bit about what they can do to, you know, um, manage the difficult feelings that life will be bringing. Um, another way to do that is to have family meetings mm. where everybody gets a chance, and that's not just them, but that's the two of you, to air what isn't working? What isn't working at this time? Uh, not in the moment. So, like, all the things that oh. you're explaining right now, right, are, are it's happening in real time. Like, we're sitting in front of the TV, and this fight starts, and it's happening in real time. And that's such a hard time to have any of these conversations because everybody's emotionally charged. So if you have, like, a once a week or once every other week, like, we're just going to sit down and have a family meeting, and we're, okay, we're going to go around Right now, as a family, what's not working, and why do you think it's not working, and do you have any ideas for how to make it work better? Hmm. Just have a listen to everybody. I love that because they've been tattling like crazy, even on me, Heidi and I, and like making shit <laughs> up. Stuff up. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been making shit up. Like, like Lou was like, Mommy said that uh, we had this guy that had worked on, on the farm and I had to unfortunately fire him like a year and a half ago. And she's like, Mommy said he was going to come back and kill us with a machete. And I'm like, Lou, there's no way Mommy said that. And she's like, I'm telling you. And I so I, I was like, Lou. And she's like, I'm telling you, I remember it. And maybe she in her brain. like. Yeah. So I, I called Heidi. And I'm like, hello, sorry to interrupt you on your, your night off. but And I had her on speakerphone, right? And I was like, I... Did you uh, yeah. say that you were going to, the kid was going to come back and kill us all with a machete? And Heidi was like, are you, what are you smoking? I'm like, I, it's just like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, it's, yeah. and they, they're yeah. like, they're utilizing this scenario to kind of try to like, I, I it's bizarre. So I, I think that's, well, a, and complain know. to me, like, mommy says that I can't look at her texts. I'm like, well, why do you need to look at her texts? Who cares yeah. if you can't look at her text message? Like, it's like tattling almost on like, well, mommy won't let me sleep in the bed. Well, mommy won't do this. Well, mommy says that. I'm like, Well, I really? do want to add in here. I do want to add in here that when parents split up, 
there there can be absolutely more sibling rivalry. Mm. There there is more anxiety that okay. if if two people can essentially stop loving each other, right? Even if they still like each other, even if they're still good to each other, even if they still parent and they say they love you, you know, as much as ever and always will, kids in that situation can still be dealing with the reality that Mm. love could stop. Oh. I need to do everything I can to make sure that that doesn't happen to me and I am attended to, right? My God, I've never thought about that. So that always when there's a divide and that might be so mommy let me mommy a let me why won't mommy be and sort of a um you know am i getting the same amount from each other am i getting all that i want from each other um so that is very common in any sort of divorce situation and even though you probably i'm i'm sure knowing you too you've You've spoken at nauseum with the, with them about all of this. It, it keeps, I didn't think it of that. Being, yeah, it keeps being a factor. So it's just good to you know keep keep saying you know, uh, reminding them you know yes, this has changed, but we feel exactly the same way about you. And I did do and, that last you know, night actually. Mm-hmm. You know, good. it's because she, she and then she like stops listening to me and won't make eye contact and like. You know, Phoenix doesn't care. It's fa- I really don't know that he does. He's like, he's laughing. He probably or, cares even if he's not. Not acting like, like he does. Like, yeah. And I, I, and I was like, Lou, you know, and I was like, I still love mommy. I still love you. I still love Phoenix. I'm like. Yeah, but you see, you still love mommy, but you're not living with mommy. Right. Okay. So, okay. So she needs to know that you'll always be there with her in a way that's different from the kind of love that you have with mommy. Uh, if you and mommy can take on two separate lives. Got it. I got it. I understand. Wow. That's a son of a bitch. Okay. She's way more sensitive, though. These are, it's hard. I mean, it's it, like, don't, you know, I mean, I'm just telling you, everybody struggles with this. It's really, really hard. And wish that I could tell you when your kids grow up that this will all be, you know, even adult siblings have rivalry. When they come back to those family holidays, they still often compete with each other, you know, undermine each other, and they feel bad about it then. They feel guilty, but they feel this compulsion because you often return to these childhood sort of feelings when you're together, even as wonderful as your relationship can be. The biggest blessing you can offer them is that these are the same bumps that they will hit with so many people in their lives. And the more that they come up with their own ideas of how to manage things, the better prepared they'll be to manage those same sorts of things with different kinds of people along the way, which is really good for them. Dr. Saltz, you're amazing. Um, first of all, which one of your books would you recommend uh, on a subject like this? But Or should they just go to your website and then they can peruse they, all your books? They certainly can go to my website, which is www. DrGaleSaltz.com. I have actually not written a book on sibling rivalry, though. It's a very good topic. and uh, Consider it. <laughs> I'll be the first. I'll, I'll give you a thing on the back consider. of the book. I'm interested to know. I'm, I'm actually serious. So, you know, the, the children's books that I've done, Amazing You and Changing You, which are about talking to your kids about, 
uh, sexuality and their private parts and, you know, who should touch them and who shouldn't and all those sorts of things. I really want to um, actually redo that for all kinds of families. And so I'm, I'm in the process of thinking wow. about how to get that done um, because that is really sorely lacking, and that should be out there for everybody and all kinds of families. Um, but, you know, sibling rivalry is also a very ubiquitous um, issue that's just programmed into the complicated little humans. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I, I cannot thank you enough, though. You've really oh, shined some incredible light uh, on this for me. And as always, you are um, Hang in there. Un- Hang in there. <laughs> and, and remember this. Sometimes when they're, you know, it just seems like every other second you're having to leap in. Yeah. Just remind yourself that sometimes less is more. Got it. Step out. Step out. Let them whatever, whatever. Don't give them feedback for that, positive feedback or negative feedback. And, and um, as long as nobody's, you know, pummeling anyone or saying horrible things, let's help them to question what they can come up with. Okay. Dr. Saltz, you're amazing. Everybody go to Dr. Gail Saltz, com. And, uh, Doc, it's is it D-R or D-O-C-T-O-R? It, it is D-R. Ah, and, perfect. Um, and if people have questions, they can always tweet me. Same thing. You're the best. We are Gail Salt. Have a wonderful day. Thank okay, you again. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.